This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 27th of January 2023. Presented to you this week by Lucinda Redgate, farm trader based in Yorkshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside UK regular business hours. My Farm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk oblique MyFarmInfo. Links to more information about my farm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Wheat futures saw further aggressive selling on Monday, which extended the negative price run that began in early 2023. Chicago Board of Trade wheat futures dropped to their lowest level since October 2021, with sellers encouraged by weekend rains and snow that fell across much of the US winter wheat producing states. Over 70% of the US winter wheat heading into the winter period was in drought conditions and suffered a spell of severe cold at the end of 2022. This recent precipitation is helping replenish dry soils and will benefit winter wheat crop development. Argentina has also suffered from extended drought, but with its corn crop planting near complete, timely rain is benefiting parched soils and boosting corn crop potential. Speculative funds are extending their already significant short wheat future positions despite wheat prices below those that were trading prior to the start of the Russian-Ukraine conflict. News that tanks are to be sent to the Ukraine from Germany, the UK and the US has signalled the potential of an escalation to the conflict. News of a missile strike in the port of Hershon that damaged a Turkish cargo vessel has been widely reported this week. The port of Hershon is not included in the export corridor agreement that has allowed Ukraine to export via the Black Sea, but its attack does signal that the export corridor may be at risk. Speculation that the corridor is once again vulnerable may see a return of the war premium that had previously been present in the market. Wheat future buyers have been encouraged by another set of strong export data for both the EU and the US. Falling prices have attracted fresh demand, with Morocco rumoured to be showing interest in EU wheat this week. Official export data from Brussels shows an increase of 471,000 tonnes on the week, bringing the current season's total for EU exports to 18.143 million tonnes. However, private analysts estimate this total to be at least 1 million tonnes higher. Around 11 million tonnes remain of the EU estimated exportable surplus, with 23 weeks of the season to go. This will require shipments to continue at a similar pace to last week in order to move the entire surplus by season's end. Physical wheat premiums for primary EU exporters, France and Germany remain high as a result of continued demand and subsequent stock depletions. This interest has continued despite competition from the Black Sea and a strengthening euro, which reached a nine-month high this week. The United States Department of Agriculture, commonly known as the USDA, 
has reported strong U.S. wheat export sales for a second consecutive week. U.S. wheat export sales this week have reached 500,400 tonnes. There has been comments in Newswise this week that raise concerns for the future of Black Sea wheat production and export potential. The USDA has claimed that Russia's official estimate of its 2022 wheat production, which is in excess of 104 million tonnes, is not feasible. The USDA's own estimate, as cited in its January World Agricultural Supply and Demand Estimates report, is 91 million tonnes. The 2023 Russian winter wheat area is believed to be 4% lower on the year, with only 17.7 million hectares sown compared to 18.4 million last year. The Ukrainian Grain Association, commonly known as the UGA, has reported that Ukraine's wheat and corn production will fall again in 2023 and will not exceed 16 million tonnes and 18 million tonnes respectively. The Russian-Ukraine war may impact final volumes further in the year ahead. 10% of Ukraine's current corn crop remains in the field and total production is likely to be 22 to 23 million tonnes less than the 41.9 million tonnes it achieved in 2021-22. The UGA has reported its 2022 wheat production at 20 million tonnes although the USDA estimate is a little higher at 21 million tonnes. The USDA has given a figure of 27 million tonnes for Ukrainian corn production. The UGA has also predicted its 2023-24 grain and oilseeds crops will achieve 50 million tonnes, which compares to 67 million tonnes this season and 106 million tonnes in 2021-22. As a result, Black Sea export competition in world markets could be notably lower next season. Moving on to barley. UK feed barley values haven't followed rallies in future markets this week. Domestically, barley has narrowed to a £10-£12 per tonne discount to wheat at the start of the week, with bids to many of the ports in southern and eastern England holding the barley market firm. However, at such a narrow discount to wheat, Domestic interest was lacking, and as shorts have been filled by farmer selling, fresh buying interest has waned. The discount has now widened to around £18 to £20 per tonne, with the wheat market firming, which indicates we may see some domestic interest return for feed barley. New crop farmer selling remains slow, with values largely below the £200 per tonne that has been the average in recent months. There has been some demand since the start of the new year, but at this early stage of the season, the discount to wheat has been between £15 to £17 per tonne, given the lack of any market liquidity. The key focus in the next couple of months will be the weather in South America before attention will turn to spring plantings in the Northern Hemisphere. Looking at oilseed rape now. Rapeseed values have ended the week higher than where they started, which is a first for this calendar year. Towards the end of last week, rapeseed values have seen dropping away dramatically after news of proposals in Germany to ban the crop-based element of biofuels, which accounts for around 50% of European rapeseed demand. This week, traders learned that the proposed ban was to take full effect in 2030 and in turn proceeded to buy back into the rapeseed market. Within the trade, there is also the feeling that this switch to alternative biofuel sources may be more challenging than first meets the eye. 
Otherwise, rapeseed supply remains plentiful and accessible, which limits the likelihood of price increases for the remainder of this crop year. There has been strength elsewhere in the ore seeds complex, with soybeans making a rebound after five straight downward trading sessions on the Chicago Board of Trade Future Exchange. This is despite China, a key price driver, being away this week. Factors that included increased biofuel investment in the US and rumoured Chinese buying gave beans some upside. Brazilian harvest progress and Argentinian crop developments will be key watch factors in the months to come. Moving on to pulses. Despite the gains made in wheat and oil seeds this week, there has been no corresponding rises in bean values as a result of an oversupply of beans that remain on farm and very few buyers. Some of the compound feed mills in the west of the country have recently bought beans for their summer production, but at this point this demand will make little difference to the market. The market is in need of export interest. However, with plenty of beans available in Europe and the Baltic states, as well as a very big crop in Australia, it's unlikely that beans will be competitive again soon. And finally, I'm going to finish this report by taking a look at the fertiliser market. The gas price in the UK and across Europe remains relatively weak despite recent cold spells. European producers of ammonium nitrate remain uncompetitive in comparison to urea values. Reports have speculated that this may be now viable for some European plants to resume production for their own domestic markets. As the anticipated Indian tender has not yet been finalised, the global urea market has remained quiet and prices have remained weak this week. On-farm values for spot delivery in the UK have stayed relatively flat in the last seven days, with little change to report. There has been rumours of new season urea values, but we advise all growers to consider the upcoming legislation changes around reducing ammonia emissions through using a protected urea source before finalising plans. Please speak to your Frontier contact for more information about alternative product options to straight urea. With applications planned for the coming weeks, growers should continue to confirm any additional requirement for UAN wherever they can in order to ensure their fertiliser supply during the spring season. At present, a full portfolio of nitrogen and nitrogen sulphur products is available at values that continue to track the AM market, along with nitrogen phosphate starter fertiliser grades for root crops. All growers are encouraged to include Lemus Clear, a urease inhibitor for inclusion within UAN, throughout their liquid fertiliser programme in the spring. The benefits include an improved nitrogen use efficiency of up to 7% through reducing ammonia emissions by up to 98%. Please speak to your Frontier representative for advice and information. On-farm purchasing activity has increased on PKs and MPKs. Whilst the phosphate market remains weak, the potash market is stable to firm. Compound MPKs are available and are ready for prompt delivery. Blended alternatives could suffer delays and be subject to availability issues, so planning is key to ensure product is on-farm in time for usage as we enter the spring period. This was Frontrunner for week ending the 27th of January 2023. If you'd like any help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact. Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24-hour market pricing through MyFarm. 
Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.